Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. everyone welcome to no credentials required where you don't need a press pass to talk sports we are presented by belly up sports in association with godzilla media my name is ryan mccarthy i'm one of the co-hosts and to my right i keep getting this wrong <laughs> you're there <laughs> on the visual we side <laughs> i have a man who was flagged by the uh by the nfl for placing his his recyclables in the trash can my friend Dustin Henry, how are we doing tonight, Dustin? <laughs> doing all right, doing all right. Can can the audience hear that content loading song that plays during that? Because that thing's a banger. Yes, they can. <laughs> I love I, it. Lo- I, I like get- the baseline there. Um, I'm doing fine. It's week five. Is your team still alive? I think both yes. of us can say yes at the moment. Yes. <laughs> Yes, we can. And we've already got comments in the comments section, but we'll get to them in just a second. But first, I want to remind you all about our social media channels, which are right down right down here. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, at NoCredsREQ. Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ. If you're watching live, give a thumbs up on Facebook. And also on YouTube, if you're watching on our YouTube, on our YouTube channel, no credentials required. Again, give us a thumbs up. Also subscribe, hit the notification bell. That way you are well informed when we go live or we upload a video. On the podcast side, you can you can find our home base, which is which is you can find us at our home base at Spreaker, but you can also find us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, Amazon Music, wherever you wherever you podcast, give us a subscribe, give us a listen. And also rate and review. That way people know about the show. Five-star rating is preferred. And if you leave a comment either later in the YouTube section uh, or on Facebook, or if you leave a rating, I might even read it on the air. Um, borderline on uh, on the uh, on, on some content, though. <laughs> try, yeah, to as, there, try to get as PG as possible here. There are some restrictions. <laughs> yes. Try to keep it PG-13. So let's get into the show. We're going to talk about NFL, the week five wrap up. It's an extended wrap up. I should say it's, uh, you know, if it's, it'd be great if we had a sponsor that was wraps. We could oh, say, yeah. this, is, this is your NFL week five wrap up brought to you by mama's wraps. <laughs> uh, now hiring for the holiday season. Yes. Cause they need the help. God knows that God knows everybody else needs to help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So let's get into NFL Week Five. Dustin, I know your Seahawks had uh, they had a very exciting uh, a time against New Orleans, but unfortunately they come up short in the end. Yeah, yeah, you know Geno's slinging it around the yard. Uh, who would have who would have thought about it? But uh, yeah, I uh, unfortunately their defense can't stop a paper bag, so uh, that <laughs> will be a theme later in the show for me. Yeah, and my New York Jets scored forty points against the against the Miami Dolphins, and yeah, if he if, and shameless plug, yesterday was Victory Monday with my buddy Dan Goldstein. We talked all about that win. We I'm still kind of riding that emotional high uh, mm-hmm. in terms of the uh, in terms of the absolute spearing of the Miami Dolphins. Um, I'm sorry to any dolphins who are out there watching or listening. Um, and uh, the animals, not the not not the not Tyreek Hill who got absolutely disrespected by Quinn and Williams, but uh, <laughs> but oh, that which is actually now a gif in so on social media, which is it makes my day. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not gonna talk about my jets, we're not gonna talk about talk about our Dustin Seahawks, although I'm pretty sure he'll talk about it talk about later in the show but we're going to start off with our biggest upset dustin who who in your mind was the biggest upset this week uh i i have a suspicion we may feel the same way about this but i was astonished and i will say pleasantly surprised to see the giants knock off those packers in london And for the second straight week, this this was a very entertaining game from London. This was this was probably my favorite, my most entertaining game of the week as well. And in the beginning, I wasn't sure. You know, I thought it was going to be one of those games where the Giants hang with them and then the Packers pull it out late. Uh, especially there was a miscue where Daniel Jones threw to a open Darius Slayton and he just didn't get his head around. You know, it was kind of... He, he wasn't – I don't know if he wasn't at the right right place in his route or whatever, but I'm thinking, oh, that's unfortunate. You know, I'm, I said, here we go. Here's a turning point. But I was proven wrong. Uh, the Giants – Brian Dable's got them buying into something over there. Absolutely. No, I, I – they and the fact of the matter that the Giants had, fell behind, had fallen behind 17-3 to mm-hmm. in this game and had to make their way back, and they went up going being – they went up – they went up uh, being down only seven at halftime. And then in the second half, the D- they made all the adjustments. And that's the thing about this team is that they make second half adjustments that frustrate the ever living crap out of opposing teams, especially on the defensive side. Yeah. And I, you know, it's funny. I can't name a single person. I can't name a single person on that giants defense other than Leonard Williams, who was a former New York jet and he re-signed with the giants. But I, I outside of him, I can't name a single New York Giant, but I have a feeling that some of these players are going to go to the are going to be nominated for a Pro Bowl. To keep I would this imagine, pace up. yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, because to shut down, granted, I don't think the Packers' offense is where it used to be, but they still no. have some great running backs. You still have one of the greatest to ever throw uh, throw the football back there as well, and to scheme and adjust and to have a defense that can keep up with him and to some degree shut them down. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're definitely on the same accord in terms of uh, who our upset biggest upset is for the week. I had the New York giants upsetting the, uh, 
Green Bay Packers in London at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium as my as my upset of the week for sure as well. Um, you know what the inter- interesting set of that game is? Daniel Jones only had six incompletions. Wow. I'm- I think he went 21 of 26. I can't remember how many yards he passed for, but actually I'll bring it up right now. Um, yeah. But he I- had a very efficient game. And yeah. I, think I, I think that's one thing that Brian Dable wanted to help fix for David Daniel Jones. All right, so here's the stat line. 21 of 27, 217 yards, no touchdowns, no intercept. And here's the biggest part, no interceptions. Yes, he's always been a little turnover prone. And also, uh, he seems to have exhibited better ball security this year because I know Daniel Jones, he can, he can try to make plays with his legs and stuff, but it always seemed that earlier in his career, he had a problem where he – uh, he would cause turnovers by doing that because he wasn't holding onto the ball necessarily in the best manner when he's running. And it seems like, I don't know if it's just a, a late uh, reclamation project for Brian Dable here, but Daniel yeah. Jones is playing some of the best football that I remember seeing him play. You know, what's funny is that before the season started, before camps even started, when Matt, when Brian Dable was hired, he was on record saying, yeah, I can't wait to work with Daniel Jones. And both Giants fans and the rest of the NFL, uh, <laughs> fans of the NFL, they we they laughed. I, they laughed at him. They laughed yeah. at him. Yeah. But you've seen the work he's done already with Brian with 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 uh, with Daniel Jones, and I, I have a feeling that if Daniel Jones keeps up this momentum, they're gonna he's gonna have a special year, and he might earn himself uh, an extension. Yeah, as a you know, in Big Blue Land. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, and. And the fact that the Matt, the fact that the Giants were one of the three teams I hit in my all New York parlay this oh, week nice. on DraftKings on DraftKings Sportsbook. By the way, promo code five one eight for any new users out there with Godzilla Media. Shout out to God! Shout out to Gaz. Um, but they were. The, but I come home from church on Sunday morning. I'm listening to the game. I'm like, come on, Giants! Come on, you can pull us off. You can pull us off. Fourth down for the for the Packers inside the Giants five. Great deflection. The Giants kill some time off the clock, and well, I'm getting a free kick with the, because they uh, because they had a safety. They had a run out, the punter running out of the end zone, um, and then then the Giants had that big sack to end the the strip sack fumble to end the game, and it was just a it was yeah this this team is this team is special, and, and, and with the exception of the of the Washington Reds Commanders, yeah, <laughs> the NFC beast is back, yeah. Yeah, this is uh, well, you know, and I have to, I have to do this. Uh, I told you all last week on the show that something wasn't right in Packerland uh, when when they let Bailey Zappi and the Patriots almost almost steal the win from them there. Yeah, and uh, the reason I have to call out my hollow victories is because I was dead wrong about the Cowboys so far. I can tell you that. Um, so yeah. So yeah, the NFC East, we we thought the Eagles would make quick work of this division and uh that might not be no. the case after the no. first quarter of the season. Yeah, I thought the Giants and the Cowboys especially were not going to have great years. I thought Mike McCarthy no relation was going to be fodder this uh, after the end of the season. I thought uh I thought the Giants were going to be – they're rebuilding in a way, but I think they still have a couple of pieces to add. But yeah. I think the coaching has been the biggest factor this mm-hmm. year for the Giants. And this division is 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 up is up for grabs. There's three teams in that division that could possibly win the NFC East. Yes. And 
it's it's it's, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, and the Eagles, while they're still undefeated, they did not look in, invincible against Arizona uh, last nope. week. So nope they needed a, they needed a they needed a kick from a guy who's never kicked in the NFL, uh, going wide left to win their game against uh, Arizona, who gave them a who gave them a scare, who gave yeah. them a scare. Yeah, and you know it's it, it's they're, they're still undefeated, which is you know the 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 seventy two Dolphins all yeah. uh, who are the ones who are still with us. Oh. Uh, they're they're closely watching. Don't that even Philadelphia Eagles team. That's one of my most hated things in football. <laughs> it really, it really, it really pisses me off when I Mercury see like, Morris and Bob Greasy. Every year when they when some the last undefeated team yeah. falls, I'll get the champagne out. And yeah, they do. Start celebrating. That. And then, and then invariably they'll be like, on Sports Center, they'll be like, "Oh, Mercury, how do you feel?" And it's like, why are we still giving this guy airtime? <laughs> I, I mean, he just and he's the one that accepts every interview yeah. request. You don't see Zaka mm-hmm. out there doing that. Former American Gladiators host. <laughs> yes, yes, but, and but, former yeah. New York Giants, Larry, and former New York Giant, Larry Zaka too. For yeah. the, in, the, in the twilight of his career, he was a New York Giant. Uh, he was the one who fumbled the ball. During the miracle, during the miracle of the Meadowlands back in 1979, which made Herman Edwards a very famous man. Yeah, that's true. So I gotta read these comments real quickly. Our comment section is brought to you by one of our partners here at No Credentials Required and theclutch.com. Great t-shirts. I've worn a couple of them on the air. I actually wore my 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 Zach Wilson word to your moms. I came to drop bombs t-shirt. That's a class. Uh, for yesterday. It's a great, it's a great shirt. Uh, I wore it yesterday on Victory Monday. You get the same exact shirt and get 10% off your order when you use the promo code NOCREDS at checkout. So our first comment is from Jason, Commissioner Jason at TSSS Fantasy. He's a Giants. He's he's a he's a he's a he's a huge Dolphins fan. Uh he calls them America's team. Uh sure, why not? South America's team, sure. Uh he said he just I just popped to say Jets suck. See you week 17. Now here's 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 the here's the here's the crux of my crawl. <laughs> my, 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 not the crux of my crawl. The um, so stick of my craw that a lot of media pundits are saying that the Jets win the the three wins were based on the fact that they're playing all backup quarterbacks. And if they weren't if they weren't playing backup quarterbacks, they'd be zero and five right now. Shut up. Well, cry, cry me a river. Honestly, yeah. cry me a river. You win the games you're supposed to win. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, that's the that's the thing that um that's the thing and I did see some post game comments. I think somebody had some footage uh of Robert Sala speaking in the locker room and I thought that maybe they're a little they were a little uh he was a little high on the on the win. He said, you know, this is a change. You can feel the change yeah. in the air and yeah, he's, he's talking yeah. about all these things and uh part of me said, well, you you you, you beat a third string quarterback, but to your point, a win is a win in the NFL. I don't care who mm-hmm. they're tro- who they're trotting out there. A win is a win. And that was a game, especially debatably with Teddy Brid- Bridgewater at the helm. No disrespect, but you you should win that game or you ha- you have a chance to win that game. And then yeah. with a rookie coming out, they, they capitalized. Sauce Gardner yeah. made that pick. You know, there were there was mm-hmm. and and there's people that can make plays on this Jets offense now. The defense finally yeah. seems to be coming around. Some of the young stars are gelling. And the only thing that matters is if those players start buying in in the locker room, then that's all they need. Yep. 
I got more comments here from Matt Ordazzo, one of the two guys from the Corner Booth podcast. I usually, I, I, I make a, an appearance every so often on their pregame show on Thursday nights at seven. He gives a New York, he's a New York Jets fan, also gives the NYJ with the green heart. And he says, Matt from Corner Booth Pod checking in. Giants, in my opinion, are the great are in great hands with Dable and GM uh, with uh, Joe. I can't remember his last name for the life of me right now. But I get, but he's also another Bills guy. Um, Giants are ahead of the rebuild and a quarterback away from taking the next step. Hey, I mean, Daniel Jones could still be that quarterback. We talked about yeah, that a little you bit. You never know. And uh, Jared from Corner Booth also says Corner Booth in the house. He also <laughs> says Jets still get the W and beat the backups by a lot, so they handled business. Yep. Yeah, yep. they did. They did. You yep, drop I'll take 40 that on anybody, you're doing something. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on from the comment section for just just a bit. Keep those comments coming because you know as well as I do, Dustin. We we want your algorithmic engagement comments. Engage with the show. We love to hear that harp on the show, so keep it coming. Yeah, you know what? I'll play it again. Then again, I love that sound. Love that sound. We want your AECs engaged with us during the show. <laughs> All right. Yes, absolutely. Oh my goodness! Since after after, especially after a day, oh, day, hard day at work. You oh yeah, that harp sound. It's, you know, it's that it's that ambient sound that it's very <laughs> pleasing. All right, biggest disappointment. I'm gonna go on a little bit of a, a not so much a ramp, but just I gotta ask the, the Los Angeles Rams: Is the hunger gone from your team? Do you have a Super Bowl hangover? Because I. I had a chance to witness what they did on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. And within the first series of the game, you allow your offensive line to get ragdolled by the Dallas Cowboys strip sack, scoop and score dolphins mm-hmm. go up, uh, not dolphins, the Cowboys go up seven, nothing. And from there, the rest of the game offensively, you can't run the ball offensive on the offensive line. I understand there's a bunch of injuries, but again, the yes. NFL next man up. And it's Matt, It's if Matt Stafford only finds Cooper Cup, I swear to God, if he throws another pass at Cooper Cup, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's got to find other targets. They've yeah. Sean McVay's got to utilize the running game. I don't know what wrong. What is wrong with this team? This is probably one of the worst Super Bowl champion team, defending champion teams in the first five weeks of, of a season I can remember for as long as I've been watching football. Yeah, they looked and and let's not let's not uh put it all on the Rams. Uh I hate to say this, but Dallas's defense is is legit. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But to your point, Matthew Stafford, he just looks kind of dejected. Um He looks old. Yeah, the the, the He's younger than I am, but he looks old. <laughs> the running game to your point uh, is not cutting the mustard. Nobody has has taken taken hold of that backfield, despite the fact that I believe Sean McVay was trying to motivate Cam Akers earlier in the season, saying we need more from you. We need we need things. And to your point, the offensive line is banged up for the Rams. But to, but also, as you eloquently put, we get it. Cooper Cup is amazing. But yeah. you got to find other receivers. You have Allen Robinson out there. He's running routes. Throw mm-hmm. it to him. There's um, a reason why you picked him up in the offseason. Yes. The only other receiver 
that Matthew Stafford has found with any regularity is the tight end Higby. It's it's the, it's Cooper cup first, then Higby and then everyone else. And I'm sorry, but I think you have another wide out use them. I don't, I don't know what is going on in, in uh, LA. I almost said St. Louis there, but uh, (laughs) I don't know what is going on in LA and clearly they, yeah, I think maybe they're, they just can't capture that, that momentum they had from last year. No. And they have a decent defense. Let's put it this way. Other than the Bills game and the, the first game of the season, and then last week against uh, a couple weeks ago against on Monday night against San Francisco, their defense has done okay. Jalen Ramsey has been, uh, I'm him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm him. Yeah. And then Debo Simeon says, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Deep, well, Debo Samuel. I I can't believe I'm on the side where I'm defending Jalen Ramsey. I think he talks entirely too much. But Debo yeah. Samuel has been making a lot of DBs look pedestrian. Um, but yeah, uh, Jalen, in my opinion, he should just he should just maybe focus a little less on saying who he is and and just go out and and show us, you know, yeah. show us your ability. Yeah. And I don't know. I know what's going with the Rams. They have seventeen. They have twelve more weeks to figure out what they're doing, and they got to figure out a way to first get healthy, a and b. Figure out why they are the way, why they are what the way they are right now. Because yes. this 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 Super Bowl has turned into a this Super Bowl um, championship has turned into like the has turned into an extended hangover. Mm-hmm. And I hate extended handovers, Dustin. I don't know yeah. about you. They happen as a we get older. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about you, Dustin? Who is your biggest disappointment of the week? Well, my biggest disappointment here is I I have to say, and, and it's partially because of some of the things that I've talked about on previous shows. Jacksonville, to me, what happened? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. You know, I was here. I was here a couple weeks ago saying the turnaround in Jacksonville's is for real. Trevor Lawrence looks reborn under the skillful guidance guidance of Doug Peterson, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Their running game beautiful. The defense showing up, and then you go and you lay an egg in Houston, and, and granted, not just the and not just any egg, a giant egg. Yes, that this was my this was my. I would rather drink castor oil than watch this game, <laughs> game of the week. Even watching on Red Zone, I was like, I felt, I felt so sorry for the Jacksonville market mm-hmm. and the Houston market, but I felt horribly the most for anyone who had to pay a ticket for that game. Yes, because that looked terrible. That looked awful. Yeah, it just and and here you know, and maybe I was. I, I guess I put the cart before the horse or maybe these things happen in the NFL because yeah. say what you want about that Texans team, but Lovey Smith has them playing hard there. I I think to my, to my eyes, they, 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 if a team's a little undermanned, they can keep it close. They, you know, it, it seems like they keep playing, but this Jacksonville team, this would have been a classic get right game. So you, you have mm-hmm. a little trouble against the Eagles and I'm thinking, Oh, they're going to, they're going to come out. They're going to fire on all cylinders. They're going to take the Texans down. 
And that did not happen. And uh, side note, uh, Damian Pierce looks like a real budding star for the Texans at running back. He uh, absolutely does. Thankfully, yes, for sure. no offense, no offense to Rex Burkhead, but I drafted da- Damian Pierce. And when Lovey Smith did not use him at all for the first game and that maybe a half, I'm going, mm-hmm. what are you doing? <laughs> and, <laughs> and now, now we see what he can, we can do, what he can mm-hmm. do. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Jacksonville, my biggest disappointment, nobody showed up on, on for Jacksonville that game. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, LA Rams, Jacksonville Jaguars. We're not mad. We're just disappointed. disappointed. (laughs) We're just disappointed. All right, moving on to the most entertaining game. Dustin, I'm going to hang this over to you. In your mind, what was the most entertaining game in week five? Well, for me, I got to go. Uh, London calling again. Giants-Packers. I just really enjoyed the finish of that game. As you mentioned, the Giants defense stepping up and stopping uh, Aaron Rodgers' late-game heroic attempts. Everybody knows Mm -hmm. that he could – Everybody knows he could do it. Everybody remembers the bomb, you know. Yep. Uh, but I really, I was on the edge of my seat, and I was really rooting for the Giants. I have a lot of people that uh, I have family members, I have friends. They're Giants fans, and I was mm-hmm. really rooting for them to yep. win the game. And and Saquon, he's just been very entertaining to watch this year. Um, can't say enough about his athletic ability. And uh, I really enjoyed the game from London. How about you? Yeah. yeah. My most entertaining game this week was Bears Vikings uh, for a number of reasons. A, uh, the Bear, uh, Justin Fields kind of had a decent game. He, uh, I think he, he didn't have a whole lot of completions. Um, but the fact of the matter that the, the special teams uh, that, the Vikings could have gone up by a lot uh, in this game and the bears block a field goal. They buckle block a long field goal attempt attempt and the bears come down the field and they almost took the lead a couple times and they had their chances to take the lead. Uh, unfortunately for the bears, they kind of ran out of time and yeah. uh, Minnesota wound up watching, uh, wound up uh, uh, winning that game. Uh, but I don't know for uh, just ch- checking out the, the highlights on red zone and seeing what kind of what looked like a very entertaining game, uh, yeah. So in the third, yeah. So in the third quarter, Bears score a touchdown. They block a field goal uh, on the Vikings' next drive. Then they get a they score a field goal, so they get within. Uh, so they so they get within three. Then they then they then they get an interception. They get a turnover. Get another field goal. The game's tied, and then. And then uh, the Vikings break their heart with a touchdown. And then after that, game's over from there, basically. But you know, Bears give the Vikings a good fight. The Bears aren't, I don't know. It's going to be interesting on Sunday, on Thursday night. Thursday night football game this week is Bears Commanders. And you yeah. think to yourself, oh, God, after, <laughs> even after last, even after watching the Broncos and the Colts, who, oh, I, who, who yeah. America wanted to turn into glue. Send them to the glue factory because yeah. of course, because was, horses yes. and a little horse related humor for you guys. And, uh, <laughs> but I, I made a joke that saying, Oh, you thought last week's game was bad. This week's game is going to be terrible, yeah, but it could be, 
but the Bears have a good defense. The Reds, the the Red, the sorry, Commanders, Commanders have a good defense. And let's see what these two quarterbacks can do. Uh, Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan had a duel this week, but you know, with their with their numbers, they could have had multiple touchdowns, but they didn't. They had multiple interceptions instead. Yes. Yes, it almost is like they were dueling to see who could set the lowest bar. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I this this game, this game, and I will confess something, you know, I was I was watching football Sunday via red zone. Shout out Scott Hansen. I know you're watching seven hours of commercial free football. The but six I was also greatest I was, words in all of, all of uh, life. Yeah. Six but I, hours of commercial free football. Yeah, six words. There you go. But, Greasy Joe's bar- bottomless barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was also doing other things around the house, you know, laundry. You know, a man's got to yeah. get some things done around the house every once in Absolutely. a while. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And this Bears Viking game is my honorary um, nomination for the second consecutive week of the "What the hell happened?" game because <laughs> I saw the Vikings go up early, and I'm like, "Oh, this is just going to be this game's over." Yeah, I was, I was like, "This is it. They, this is this is all over." And then all of a sudden, I'm sitting there, and they cut to it again, and I went. What the hell happened? You know, it's unbelievable. Yeah, Darnell Mooney had one of the oh, nominees for catch of the year. Catch. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Unbelievable. 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 All right. So we're going to move right along to our most notable performance. And I'm going to start off with my most notable performance. And usually we talk about, we talk about the quarterbacks. We talk about wide receivers. We talk about, now, last week I had an honorable mention of the New York Jets defense. Uh, this, for me, it was the Houston Texans offense altogether. And I'll tell you why. They were the only team that scored a touchdown in that Castor Oil game of the week. <laughs> they scored it late in the fourth quarter with uh, with uh, on a 16-play, 6-minute 48, 6-minute 48, Second drive, uh, Pierce with a touchdown to take the take the lead. Mm-hmm. But here is their total offensive stat: Davis Mills, oh, sixteen man. of twenty-four, one hundred and forty yards. Damian Pierce, 20, 26 carries, only ninety-nine yards, averaging three point eight yards a carry. But he scored the touchdown that made the game. Yeah, and he had a, he had a big run too, if I'm not mistaken. So a lot of that yardage came on like a big run. Yeah. Oh boy. Receiving the leading receiver on this team on this team on this day was Nico Collins, four receptions on six targets, 65 yards. Their defense came to play though. Uh, Desmond King had an interception. Derek Stingley, the rookie corner, drafted first by the Texans at third overall. He had an interception. He has first career interception, as did one Sauce Gardner for the New York Jets. So, mm-hmm. pick number three and pick number four, of the NFL draft. They got uh, uh, they each got their first interception. But here's the most mind-boggling statistic in my mind. So they had 248 total yards. Yeah, they actually led in time of possession. <laughs> for 31 minutes and 47 seconds and they could only generate 248 total yards that's that's mind-boggling yeah that's a that's that's a notable performance but 
Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Not in the way you think it is. No, no, that's almost, I, I mean, I would venture to guess that that's almost mathematically impossible. Like, you would almost have to try to do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's, that's unbelievable. What, wow. and, uh, what, what, what did Homer say to Bart one time? And the lesson, is, you learned the greatest lesson in the world. The lesson is, don't try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying is the first step towards failure. Yeah. Don't try. Oh, man. <laughs> What about you, Dustin? What was the most notable performance in week five in your mind? Well, I've got I've got a two way tie. Uh, this is this is going to oh. be uh, this is going to be how I do this. You know, we're we're kind of taking some liberties with this category. I like it. So for a half, for me, it's Josh Allen. He threw four touchdowns and I believe had three hundred and forty eight passing yards in mm-hmm. the first half. That's a yes, game stat line. That's, That's an entire a, game. Yes. <laughs> and he did that in a half. And then this against week, the Steelers who are who aren't a terrible team on defense. No, no, but uh yeah, Mike Tomlin, he he probably steam probably came out of his ears after that half, I would imagine. <laughs> um mm-hmm. but and my other notable performance, it's a it's a tie because I just couldn't believe how ridiculous this was. Travis Kelsey last night had four touchdowns on 25 receiving yards. <laughs> it's oh, unbelievable. Wow. It's, you, know I, who, I mean, <laughs> you know who had him on his fancy team? My nephew who absolutely mopped the floor with me on, oh, in, our, oh, in, our, in our GNO league. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but that's – Shout out to I Christian, cannot. who's currently at the base, but who's at who's actually at Yankee Stadium tonight for the oh uh, nice for the uh, showdown with the guard Guardians, Cleveland Indians. I yes, don't Guardians. Them. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out, shout out to the uh, CJ Beast. He he got the better of you last week. That's true. That's true. Yeah, my fantasy team's not great either. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to the hottest individual take of the week. Dustin, I'm going to start with you. Have What's your hottest individual take from week five? Well, for me, with a few notable exceptions, like I said earlier, the Cowboys' defense is for real. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Giants, as Ryan alluded to, they, they're going to have some Pro Bowl players if they keep going at this clip. But largely, I have noticed a trend. And I'm sorry, but I'm going to I'm going to use one player as an example. Now I know my Seahawk defense cannot stop a paper bag. Taysom Hill, though, how is he still a thing? You know, every <laughs> time he comes in the game, you know it's going to him because that's what they do. And he had four touchdowns. So I shouldn't say the New Orleans Saints beat my beloved Seahawks this week. I should say that Taysom Hill beat my beloved Seahawks this week, but it's a theme. I have felt defense as a whole is down across the NFL. There is no, there is no dominating defense outside of giants, uh, um, Dallas and an improving giants defense. As we, as we've noted that, that I can think of 
There, there are certain games where a defense will look okay, and then all of a sudden, the next week, they'll get mopped all over the yard, or they'll, or they'll, all of a sudden, they'll be good for a half. The offense makes adjustments, and it just, and things go crazy. I have not seen a defense that is really like, okay, they're an elite defense. I feel like defense is down across the NFL. I don't know if you feel the same way. No, I, I, I think part of it has to do with uh, a quote from a certain uh, a certain football player um, who I happen to share the same birth month, birth uh, year, an astrological sign, and those are the only things we have in common. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so let me bring up what he said back in 2001. Oh, okay. he says, he said, and I quote, and I quote, the quarterback messes up doesn't see the blitzer or the O-line screws up. I don't know what happened. The quarterback or the lineman on offense, the defensive player comes in and hits him hard and they throw a flag on the defense. Tom Brady said that in an interview in 2021. <laughs> and that kind of leads into my hottest individual take of the week. Mm-hmm. And that is Jerome Boger and Carl Cheffers are the worst referees in the NFL. And this goes back to the Raiders Bengals playoff game of the wild card game last year. Yeah. Whereas Jerome Boger's crew Ugh. initially called a Joe Burrow pass out of bounds, which was actually a touchdown because he was throwing the ball as he was running out of bounds. They eventually reversed the call. And if his memory serves me correctly, if I'm wrong, I you know, go ahead and fact check. I don't I, you know, whatever. Yeah, this is we're going off the top of the dome here. I'm going off the top of the dome. So, so yesterday on on Sunday during the uh, Buccaneers Falcons game, oh. Tom Brady goes back to pass. Yes, and there's a blitzing linebacker on the uh, on the uh, Atlanta Falcons who's coming in, and he has a clear pass to Brady. Clear pass to Brady. Hit looks clean. Sack looks great. Penalty flag. Yeah. Penalty flag. Personal foul. Unnecessary roughness. Roughing the passer on the defense. And that becomes the first down. for oh, my first down for the Buccaneers. Tagalong's here. Say hi, Tagalong. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. <laughs> and the, okay. the Bucks run up the clock. Uh yeah, it's uh, it was a bad call. And then last night's game, which was uh, Chris Jones sacking oh. Derek Carr, Carl Cheffers throws a flag for roughing the passer. Yes, uh, what became a really cl- a, a evidently clear hit yes. and strip sack fumble for Chris Jones. And his reasoning apparently is that Chris Jones landed on uh, Derek Carr with his full body weight. Apparently that is an NFL rule, but how are you supposed to stop yourself? But he was, but he was he he had possession of the ball after he got that sack. Mm-hmm. He was trying to get the ball because yeah. he strip sacked his strip yes. sack Derek Carr, and yeah, he can defend himself all he wants. Triffers can can defend himself all he wants. But that was a terrible call, and I yes, understand. I agree with the heightened the heightened concussion protocol. Because that's scary to an injury. I get it. Yes. But also injuries happen. A injuries happen to the NFL. And B, you gotta let the players play. 
mm-hmm. regardless mm-hmm. of a consequence, you gotta let the players play. Yes. And those two rough in the passer penalties were egregious. Yes, I completely agree. And I think it's a classic case. We all know the reason why they're doing it, but it's a classic case of overcorrection. I think they've, they've gone just a little bit too far. They need to re-examine this. And it really, in in both of the games, I think, changed the momentum of the game or affected the game. I would say it certainly did in the Falcons-Tampa uh, Bay game. Yes. I, I thought the Falcons, I thought the Falcons were going to continue to be the most mystifying team in the NFL to me and be like, how are they even getting close in games or getting wins? Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was coming again, but that, yeah. that roughing the passer call completely sucked their momentum away from them. And mm-hmm. I will just say, this is not a personal attack on Jerome Boger. I'm sure he's a very nice man. But yes. I have felt the same way about specifically Jerome Boger for years. I, when he is officiating games, I'm like, there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot more flags. There's going to be flags that sometimes get picked up. You, you can ask, you can ask uh, Scott if he's watching or my Uncle Al. I have texted both of them at, at different times and said, is this a Jerome Boger game? You know, <laughs> I, yeah. it's unbelievable. Now I'm going to look at the referee summons for week six in the NFL. That's through 2021, so that's irrelevant. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we uh, get the we get the refs for until I think probably Thursday. And yeah, pray, I would say probably I'm Thursday, praying. I'm praying, God, if you're out there, <laughs> please do not let Jerome Bugger's crew call the Jets Packers game because. Yeah. I know they'll throw penalties at the Jets like there's no tomorrow. And the Jets have been the most one of the most disciplined teams this season, especially on the defense. So, God, please <laughs> hear my prayer. Please don't let your own boogers crew refuse uh, yeah. this game on Sunday. Yeah, and Amen. it just and it makes it the game drags. It drags because it seems mm-hmm. like every couple of play, uh, every couple of plays, the laundry's coming out. So yeah. no disrespect to Jerome Boger, but hey. No. I agree with you. He is he, he is undoubtedly my least favorite ref in the NFL. Let's just put it that way. Not great. All right, before we transition over to the divisional series preview-ish, we're going to go back to the comment zone brought to you by InTheClutch.com. Use promo code NOCREDS at checkout for 10% off your order. Get yourself a T-shirt. Buy a T-shirt. Got some great stuff over there. Yeah. All right, Kevin Wilson, one of our fantasy gurus at Belly Up Sports, says forget Thursday night football. Watch baseball. <laughs> that might be that's some sage advice. <laughs> yeah. Uh Jared Clem, he's a Jared, he's uh one of our corner booth guys. He is a giant Philadelphia Eagles fan. He says uh Eagles defense, what about Philly? Philly in terms of uh oh yeah, in terms of top performers of the week. Yeah, top three in sacks and turnovers, top ten against the rush in the past. I rest my case. Yeah, it's a very good case, I guess. Uh Snowman in the morning, Brian Snow checking in. He says Astros walk him off. That's too bad. Um oh, and he has some news. Uh, I didn't know about this. He said, My bad news has turned to good news. What I thought was small bowel cancer. Turns out they've ruled out a relapse. No cancer relapse. Oh, that's that's great news. Oh, great man. news, Snowman. On that. That's awesome yeah he he's already been through a battle with uh with his own his own personal battle with cancer 
uh, with uh, stomach. I believe he had uh, stomach cancer, if I'm not mistaken. So, oh, uh, but he uh, had a had a had a, emergency, a medical emergency last year, which turned into a cancer diagnosis. Wow. And and you know what? Sometimes those those uh, those emergencies turn into a good thing because that means you can get treated and you know get the yeah get things cured. So hey. Congratulations, Snowman. Hope you're uh, celebrating tonight. And thanks for watching, too. We appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Before we totally get into Major League Baseball, our divisional series preview-ish, we got to thank one of our partners with Godzilla Media, and that is Mohawk Honda. Crisp morning air, pumpkin muffins. Uh, if you're a basic white girl, it's pumpkins, mu- pumpkin muffins, pumpkin spice, everything in Ugg boots. Also, beautiful foliage. And just like that, it's fall. Seasons may change, but one constant is, is the buying experience at Mohawk Honda, where you are greeted with a smile and treated with respect. The new vehicle inventory is ramping up too with pilots, passports, and ridge lines. Remember, this is the best time to this is the best time ever to sell your vehicle. We buy cars, and in some cases, you may be able to sell it more than what you paid for it. Just another advantage you get from the number one volume dealer in the capital region. General manager Greg Johnson and his team of sales consultants are always available to help you in the buying process. And we have big news. Scott Moynihan is back at Mohawk Honda. He's bringing his 30 years plus of automotive experience with him. Stop in and welcome Scott home. You can also see my guy, Evans Whalen. He got me into the loving tires of a 2016 Honda HRV. Yes, the seasons change, but at Mohawk Honda on Freeman's Bridge Road in Scotia and online at MohawkHonda.com, we always go out of our way to please you. So, Major League Baseball, there are the divisional series is currently happening. We had three, we had two games earlier today. We had the Yankees playing right now. Uh, Phillies hold off the Braves. Uh, they had a big comeback. The Braves had a big comeback and they hold them off seven, six Astros just walked off and beat the Mariners nine, eight. <sighs> and now we get the New York Yankees who are in the currently in the top of the first with the guardians, the scoreless game with a man on, please don't chew on that. No, thank you. <laughs> Tag along chewing on things. And, the, and then a little bit later, the Padres and the Dodgers. Uh, Dustin, what's your feeling on these series uh, for in the divisional round? Could we could we see? Are we going to see some of these series go five? Or are we going to see? Are we going to are we going to see a sweep? What's your opinion on these series? Well, I have to say, I think that I think that the Yankees will get by Cleveland, but I think it's going to be a tougher series than people realize. I mean, I think Cleveland came out and shocked a lot of people um, the way that they, they moved on so quickly. Uh, They've been, they've been playing some decent baseball for a while now. And so I think the Yankees ultimately will prevail, but I think it's going, I think this, this could go five and it pains me to say that. Um, the Mariners Astros. Well, my my uh, hopes just took a big blow. I am hoping <laughs> that the Mariners can somehow find a way to get past Houston. I just don't know if it's going to happen. The Mariners just seem like a team that is clicking at the exact right time. Like I said, yeah. they had Robbie Ray. He's kind of had an up and down season, but he's been pitching well again. He's a Cy Young winner uh, last year. 
they they've got some pieces in Seattle for sure, but and I'm hoping the Mariners can get by, but I think this is definitely has the potential to be a quick series by the Astros. They're mm-hmm. they're just they're very good. You you yeah. can't say anything else about them. Yep. Um over on the National League side, I think the Braves will get by the Phillies. If if I'm let's see, am I is that the right is that the right showdown? Yes, I think the Braves. Yeah, Braves Philly. yeah Phillies Braves. Yep. I think they will get by uh, Atlanta. Although uh, the Philadelphia's manager, he deserves a special shout out. The team was under 500 Rob, when he Robbie them over. Robbie Thompson Robbie Thompson. Yeah. I did. Didn't they? Didn't they officially hire him now? I, yeah, I he's so. officially. He is now the interim tag has been taken off of Robbie Robbie Thompson, former third base coach with the New York Yankees when Joe Girardi was in uh, uh, was manager of the Yankees. So, ah, okay. uh, but yeah, uh, he earned him. He earned himself uh, the 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 the, in, the interim tag has been taken off him as of today. He is now the full-time manager of the Philadelphia Phillies. So congratulations, Robbie Thompson. Yes, as he should, because uh, they were under 500 when he took over and now they're in the playoffs. But I do think the Braves take care of them in quick fashion. And then Padres Dodgers. I don't really know what to make of this series. I will say I was surprised. I thought the Mets could get by the Padres if you remember last week, I was on here with Brian Katie. We were discussing the Mets pitching staff, and uh, I said I believe I would take them in a playoff series almost against any pitching staff in Major League Baseball. Well, the Padres dusted them. So, mm-hmm. But I do ultimately think that the Dodgers, again, I just don't know. Something seems off. As you pointed out, the Padres were playing better before the Soto trade. I want this to be a series, but I think this could be another quick one. I think the Dodgers, they're just too good. They're, they're a juggernaut. They've got Trey Turner. They've got, they've got pitching. They've, they've got all the pieces. Yeah. Now, uh, for me, the biggest thing for the Yankees – Two things for the Yankees. A, Rolls Chapman is not is not on the playoff roster, which yeah, actually may be the best thing for them. Mm-hmm. So his Yankee career is essentially yeah, essentially over. And two, Matt Carpenter's back in the lineup. He was and I was spark. hoping, yeah, he was a big spark in that offense, which I believe is one of the reasons why they had that August that lull in August when they were way I think they were like what 18 and 31 in yeah, they had in a August horrible, or something like that. They had a terrible August. August, and you know September they turned it right around, but now they got Carpenter back, and I think it's going to make a big difference for the Yankees. Now their pitching is solid. If their starting pitching can be consistent, if they can somehow get some dominance, Garrett Cole's on the mound tonight, uh, and I believe there might be there may be an, an appearance by Jamison Tyone from the bullpen, so maybe in this series, so. We'll have to see what happens uh, with them. Um, I think I think the Yankees take the series in four. Uh, I think Cleveland will take at least one of those games in in New York and try to turn the series around. But I think overall, I think the the Yankees hitting is going to wind up being too much for Cleveland. And Cleveland had no hitting whatsoever. I mean, they they won both games in their in the wild in the wild card, but yeah. they were one nothing and two one. <laughs> so. Their pitching, their pitching got them through. Yes, 
but you you can't exclusively win a series on pitching. No, the bats need to come to play as well, mm-hmm. but yeah, pitching does help. <laughs> yep. So I think I've got the Yankees in four. I think the other three series with Houston, Seattle, Phillies, Braves, and Padres, Dodgers, I think they all have the potential to go five, five games, which would be if the, if you're a Yankee fan, that would be to your advantage. If the Astros and Mariners yes. go five and if the Mariners can knock off, can knock off Houston somehow, Oh, that'll be to wonderful. your advantage too, because I, as much as I, I mean, the Astros are we're juggling out this year. Let's we're not gonna, let's not lie about that. We've we've yeah. seen we've seen several guys who are currently playing for the Astros come through Troy, New York, as members of the Tri City Valley Cats. So mm-hmm. we know some of these teams. So I think I think that series will go five. I think Houston will wind up winning. I won't be shocked if Seattle if if Seattle takes them far into game into game five. Uh, Astros Phillies the Phillies are are a buzzsaw right now. I thought this I thought the the I thought the Cardinals were going to take them down, but it turns out the Phillies had a comeback in their pocket in game one, and in game two they had a shutout in their pocket, and nobody saw that coming. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> no, but I think I think Atlanta will they'll, they'll go the distance. I think Phillies. I think the Astros to be the uh, the Braves, who are my World Series pick before this season. Uh, they'll take the series in five, and in the Dodgers Padres series, I think that also has a potential to go five, only because the Padres had that momentum from game from the third game in the wild card. Joe Musgrove throws a one hitter. Uh, yes, with his with his shiny ears. With the yeah. shiny ears, yeah. apparently, <laughs> apparently, it's a it's a trick in baseball that I never knew of until about su- until Sunday, uh, when Andrew McCutcheon said, "Yeah, they use hot, they put hot sauce behind their ears." And I think someone mentioned that JPV learned a trick from Roger Clemens that he puts hot he put hot sauce in his jock to keep him focused oh, the man. entire game. It's like, well. <laughs> It's Roger Clemens, so I, I, yeah, he's a little bit yeah, nice. yeah. Oh yeah. As much as as much as I want the Padres to knock off the Dodgers because the, the Dodgers, and you know, I, I gotta say, a, a, I have a little spot in my, I just have a, like a, a small, teeny, tiny spot in my heart for the Dodgers because they were my grandpa McCarthy's favorite okay. baseball team. Yeah, understandable. So I think I think the Dodgers have too much to overcome for the Padres, and I got the Dodgers taking them down in five. Okay. So three of these four series will go five. Will go five games. Yankees, Guardians, <laughs> <laughs> will go. Will go four games. The Yankees taking it three to one. Well, that'd be a, that'd be a great uh, postseason. I always like when series are closer. Um, so I hope I hope that you're right on on the majority of the series there. And we got from our comment section brought to you by In The Clutch. No creds at checkout for 10% off your T-shirts. Kevin Wilson, our, our fancy guru at Belly Up Sports, he says the Dodgers will take down their little brothers from the South for maximum. Okay. Okay. Not yeah. Yeah, you're, you're probably right because I, uh, much like you, it's not a sentimental reason, but I always had a soft spot for the Padres because of Tony Gwynn. So, mm. you know, if, if I picked a national league my, team, my favorite, unquote, my favorite, my favorite hitter right. of all time, a hit yeah. mach- hitting machine. Oh yeah. 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 So, 
I'm kind of rooting for the Padres, but the the Dodgers are just they're they spend a lot of money to get to the place where they are, and they are there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're there for a reason. Okay, so we're gonna wrap things up shortly for this installment of No Credentials Required. But first, I'm gonna hand the floor to Dustin. And as we've talked about in the last couple of weeks since he's joined the show, he is doing a fundraiser. Dustin, why don't you remind the people about your your fundraiser? Ah, well, thank you very much, Ryan. I will be fundraising for the Bernard and Millie Duker Hospital at Albany Med. Uh, I am fundraising for that actively right now. Uh, I'm for a charity called Extra Life, uh, the Albany Med uh, Children's Hospital is the ho- specific hospital I am raising money for. But this charity is this event is called Extra Life, and it is meant to help kids fighting childhood cancer and other sicknesses as well. I believe I will be streaming games, hopefully for 24 hours, over on my seldom used Twitch channel at Eldusto67 on November 5th. It's the official game day, so pop on over. And uh, also donate a few shekels if you can. I will be promoting and have been promoting the charity um, on my various social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you see me on any of those platforms, donate if you can. And uh, hopefully I'll see you for a little bit on the 5th. And uh, so that's that. Yeah. And and Ryan, I also understand, uh, will you be writing articles this week? And do you have anything else that you want to discuss? Yes, I, I plan on publishing an article, hopefully tonight, for Belly Up Sports about the Jets' uh, list of accomplishments they've had this season. But I also have another special announcement I'm going to take the floor on. And that is, I am going to be starting a new side project. Uh, it's a podcast. It's going to be called Have Another Donut. It's a New Jersey Devils-centric podcast. I'll be covering the New York New Jersey Devils, the Utica Comets, and the Adirondack Thunder. Uh, first recording is going to be on Sunday night. Uh, I'm going to have it up on the Godzilla Media YouTube channel. It'll also be available wherever you podcast on Monday morning. So I got nice little side product wow. going on. Just talk, just focusing on my New Jersey Devils. I love this team. I've loved this. I've loved this team since 1988, and I cover the Jets right now for No Christians Required on Victory Mondays with my buddy Dan. But I kind of want to do something special with the New Jersey Devils, and uh, uh, and Media doesn't have a, a hockey specific podcast right now. So when I when I threw the idea over to guys, he said, "Run with it." I made some mockups for the logo, the podcast logo. It looks fabulous. And starting Sunday, I'm going to be recording and the visual stuff will be on Godzilla Media's YouTube channel and the podcast edition will be on your favorite podcast uh, uh, platform starting on Monday. So I hope you check it out. Uh, Currently, I just the only social media channel I have for it right now is on Twitter. You can find the podcast at Devil's Donut pod so and okay. i think another special thing i'll probably do on is as a donut review every week oh yeah kind <laughs> of find a donut shop in the, in the area that makes craft donuts and just just go to town with it 
Oh, you got to you got to do that. Uh, I don't know how you're going to find the time. It mystifies me. You are a podcasting machine. I doff my cap <laughs> to you, sir. But if there's any man for this job, you are the perfect man for the job, given your your passion for the Devils for as long as I've known you, and also your your knowledge about hockey, and also your experience with the Albany Devils, the uh, mm-hmm. the the minor league affiliate for the New Jersey Devils at one time. So mm-hmm. you're, this job was tailor-made for you. Everybody, go out there, subscribe, listen. Ryan's going to Ryan's gonna uh, do right by this podcast, I know for sure. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you for the support. And you know, I'll let you guys know on both the uh, – on the – the Devils Donut Pod Twitter channel and also my personal channel, which you can find right here at Who Is Right MCC. I'll announce that the first recording, episode one, will be out uh, for your listening pleasure on Monday and for your vision. Actually, also for your viewing pleasure, pleasure the same day on the Godzilla Media uh, YouTube channel. So we're going to wrap things up here. I actually have to make an appearance on another show in roughly a little bit more than half an hour. I'll be on the Motor City Realist podcast uh, with Zach Mack and our co- one of our co-founders at Belly Up Sports, Mike Brown. He's uh, they're both big Detroit Lions, uh, Detroit sports fans. But we're going to talk. About, we're we're going to talk about the New York Jets tonight. Oh and wow! It'll be an interesting. It'll be an interesting time to do a comparison between the Lions and the Jets. I thought. And uh, Tagalong has made his, uh, his his he's back. <laughs> he always he's the mascot he's he got to make his appearance exactly exactly you know i i drew up a contract with him i said tag along you got to have at least two appearances a show he's contractually obligated <laughs> yep <laughs> and he's contractually here so we're gonna wrap things up uh for tonight again social media channels twitter instagram tiktok at no creds req facebook.com forward slash no creds req if you're watching on facebook right now give us a like and on youtube same thing if you're watching right now give this video a like subscribe hit the notification bell that way you know when we're live or we've posted another video <laughs> on the podcast side our home base is spreaker but you can find us on every available podcasting platform rate and review five stars is the preferred number of stars also leave a review and we might even read it on the air so dustin you have anything else to add before we take off i don't think so i'm hungry i'm gonna go eat and i'm gonna be downloading a new podcast so (laughs) we got got one more subscribing to your uh your hockey podcast yeah, once it's out, we got one more comment from the comment section. You guys are doing a great job from Amanda Catherine. Thank you, Amanda. Oh, we appreciate thank you so much. Thanks we for appreciate watching. your support. Yeah, thanks for watching. So for my co-host, Dustin Henry, I got it right this time. Hey, yeah. Dustin Henry, I'm, I'm Ron right. McCarthy. <laughs> thanks for watching. No credentials required where you don't need to press pass to talk sports presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. We'll see you here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel 7 p.m eastern have a great night night, everybody thank you for listening to this belly up sports podcast network product some said we go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here 
Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 